Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. We'll talk basketball this week on Mox on the Mic. Two former Mox now playing professionally overseas, Greg Pryor and Justin Toyo. Both of these guys are back in the States and both will be teammates again, along with McKinday London on the Southern Smokies in the basketball tournament. These games will be televised on ESPN's Family of Networks this summer. We'll talk to uh, both Greg and Justin about the experience of playing in the TBT as well as their time as Chattanooga Mox and, of course, playing professionally in Europe. Now, before we get to that, let me uh, remind you to please make sure that you subscribe to Mox on the Mic. If you're finding us on Apple Podcasts, we appreciate your five-star ratings. It just helps people be able to find us. So now let's visit with a four-year starter at point guard for the Chattanooga Mox, Greg Pryor. A four-year starter, you played a lot of basketball here. What stands out the most to you from your time at UTC? Um, just just the the ability that um, that the, the school and the AD had to bring in um, good coaches um, throughout the four years that I was there. Um, I had two amazing um, head coaches and assistant coaches. Uh, so just the ability for them to be able to find those guys uh, was amazing to me. College basketball has kind of turned into – it's a real transient sport now. Let's face it, it feels like there's more guys who transfer every year than than don't. Now, that number may not be accurate, but it feels that way as a basketball fan. You're a guy that stayed four years in the same place. It makes you a little bit of an oddity – in today's game, any regrets on your part for uh, staying no, put? Not at all. Uh, uh, after we already left, um, a, a couple of us on the team uh, wanted to transfer, uh, had options to transfer, uh, but we kind of had already gelled as a team and built a bond as a team, uh, and we made a decision that if one of us was staying, um, all of us were going to stay. Uh, and we were just going to build on uh, where we had already started. Uh, no matter who who was the head coach, uh, we knew that we were going to play to the best of our ability for each other, uh, no matter who the coach was. So tell us the story. How did you get to Chattanooga? You were recruited here by Will Wade. What's the story behind you coming uh, to actually, UTC? Um, I had – so coming out of college, I, I had no Division One offers uh, coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, the division one looks that I had, they wanted me to go JUCO first, um, for a year and then, um, come to their school. So I just decided to choose a JUCO on my own. Um, so I chose, um, SWIC, Southwest Illinois. And I was there for summer school for like two weeks, I think. And, uh, Will Wade got the job and he brought me on a visit and, um, they offered me after the visit. How many of your former teammates from UTC are you in contact with? Um, I still talk to a lot of guys, uh, especially the, the ones that were in my class, uh, that were there, like since my freshman year, I talked to those guys, um, quite often, uh, me and Trey McClain, um, we talk very often. Um, I keep in touch with Rodney. Uh, I've been, I actually been working out with Rodney, uh, Rodney Chapman, uh, for the past like two weeks now. I'm in Atlanta, so. Um, I try to keep in touch with, with with a lot of them as much as I can. Rodney went to Dayton when he left here. They had uh, 
pretty good run the last two years. A lot of people felt like they might have been the favorites to win a national title this year. Have you guys talked to, for him about what things being canceled, kind of what that meant for uh, for his season and, and his team? Uh, yeah, uh, we, we, we talked about it briefly. Like, we, like I've watched Dayton play a couple of games uh, while I was overseas. Um, they have a very talented team, um, and they play defense together. Uh, which is which is amazing. So uh, they definitely could have uh, made made a run in in the NCAA tournament um, to try to win it all. Uh, but we 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 talked about that. We understand that things happen for whatever reason. Um, so it's just something that that you got to move on and prepare for the next season. Since you left Chattanooga, now you've spent time in France. You've spent time playing in the British Basketball League. Let's start first with France. What is basketball like in France? Uh, it's a total, total, total different game for me. Um, it's, it's, it's. I'm not gonna say that it's not athletic. It's, it's very athletic, but uh, the style of basketball is just different. Um, see, it's a European style of basketball, um, so it's it's kind of different from the states. But if if you're able to adapt to different types of basketball um, on different levels, just mentally with the game and preparing for the game, um, then you'll be fine. Like, it's, it's not that big of a difference in that state. You know, when people used to say European style of basketball to me, I used to think that was more of a finesse style of play. From talking to some other guys that have played overseas, I don't necessarily have that opinion of it anymore. How would you describe it? Do you feel like it's more physical uh, playing in France than, yeah. than what you saw in the Southern Conference? Yeah, the game the game is um is is way more physical. You get away with a lot more, uh, but that's just the this just their style of basketball. Um, so it's not really evolving how today's basketball is uh, with the NBA, where you can't really be as physical as as you were allowed to be um, in the past. So. Uh, playing over there, they you definitely get away with a lot more, and uh, that's just something that you have to be prepared for um, the physical aspect of the game, um, and just the, the spacing uh, of the game, the, the ways they're taught to play certain certain um, moments, certain moments of the game, like pick and rolls or cutting and stuff like that. Um, it's it's a totally different mindset. Um, even on defense, uh, they're taught a not a lot of different things, but they're taught to do ways uh, differently um, in certain situations of the game on defense as well. How knowledgeable are fans in the uh, in the British Basketball League? Um, <laughs> um, most of them that that support often they they know a lot. Um, I wouldn't say about the game, but they know um, a lot about basketball. Um, they they really love the NBA over there, uh, so they they kind of stay in tune with that. But um, I can't really speak on what certain people know. Um, I don't really pay attention to um, the opinions of people, so I don't really I'm not really tapped in with the knowledge of of the fans because uh, I don't really tap into that. Where were you when things started to shut down because of the pandemic? Um, I was actually um, still in mid-season. Um, so um, the British League was one of the last leagues to actually stop playing. So I played – I had a game two days before I left. So I had a game and then um, 
the Americans on other teams, they they just went home before the season was even uh, postponed. They had just made the decision to to go home, and uh, they did that with their team. So uh, I think a few teams had a game um, the weekend before I came home. It was like March 25th, I think, is when I came home. So um, I played up until the end. Were you worried at all about being able to get home? Uh, yeah, I was definitely worried because uh, it was actually uh, difficult for me to to get a flight um, because I was trying to leave as quickly as possible, but I had to wait two days because uh, they were routing everybody that was stuck in other countries. They were sending them to where I was to get back to the States. Um, so it was kind of hard to get a flight uh, for me and my other Americans on the team. Kind of scary situation, wasn't it, when all that stuff started to to happen and you're away from home and, and trying to get home. A little bit about your season uh, this year playing in the British Basketball League. How, how did it go for you? Uh, it was good. Um, I I didn't I didn't face any injuries, any major injuries this this season. So uh, that was a big thing for me. But uh, I feel like I evolved my game over over this past summer. Um, so I was able to to do a lot more things than I was in the past years uh, that I've been a pro. And I was able to see, see the game a lot different um, than I have been. So I kind of grew up mentally uh, and physically with, with my game. Um, and I worked on a lot of different things, uh, shooting from, from long range and stuff like that. So um, it, was, it was overall a great season. We finished number one um, in the league before, of course, before it, before it was postponed. Um, we were number one in the league. So we had like three three regular season games left before playoffs started. So we definitely would have been in the uh, number one spot uh, going into the playoffs. I hear you talk about your game evolving and, and getting better. Um, I know you're going to play in the, uh, in, the, in the basketball tournament. We'll get to that in just a minute because you're going to have a couple of uh, former UTC teammates with you there. But – are you finished playing overseas, or would you like to go back? Uh, no, actually, um, I signed a contract to uh, go back to France today, this morning. Uh, so I'm going back to France next year in September. Um, so I'll be doing it. Uh, so I I don't know when I'm going to be done with basketball. That's not in my in my near future unless uh, God has other plans for me. Uh, but right now, this. Not playing basketball is not, it's something that I can't see myself doing. Uh, so I'm going to be playing um, for a couple more years for sure. Um, God will. Now, is that September of 20 that you'll go back to France? Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. So the September that's coming up now. Is Where does that rank, like in the hierarchy of basketball overseas throughout Europe? Where does France rank as – opposed to say Britain is is the level of basketball in France is that better than what they play in in other parts of of Europe uh yeah for sure French French the French um uh, French basketball is is respected in in a lot of different countries uh there's a lot of a lot of great players um come through France uh, at some point of their of their career so uh France is is very respected as far as basketball um, but the level of play in France is is better than um, than the UK, in my opinion. 
um, just because there's so many different levels in, in France. And in the UK, you just have uh, the British Basketball League uh, as its primary league. And uh, France has a, a lot of different levels uh, of basketball. Um, so it's a lot more knowledge and uh, a lot more respect as far as like even like the fan base is, is totally different than the UK. Uh, just because a lot more people are tapped in with basketball um, than in the UK. Have you found a favorite food from spending so much time overseas? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, I try not to eat out a lot. I like to cook, so um, I'm mostly cooking for myself. Um, I'll try to do that before I go out and eat uh, just because I just like cooking for myself. So I cook, um, and then it, it saves my money, too. I don't got to try to eat out every day. So uh, I'm, I'm mostly cooking for myself. You're playing for the Southern Smokies in the basketball tournament. For those that don't know what that is, fill us in on that. Uh, okay, so the the basketball tournament is is um, it's a it's a big tournament this this here every summer. Uh, it's a um, it's a two million dollar prize. I think uh, where it was, but I think now that Due to um, COVID nineteen, a lot of the rules have changed, and a lot of a lot of the things, a lot of things about the tournament have changed. So, um, I think there's going to be half of the teams that were originally originally supposed to be in the tournament um, are going to be in the tournament playing. So, uh, I, I'm not sure exactly exactly what they're going to do about that. I have to uh, really check my emails um, to see. But I think the cash prize is cut in half, and the number of teams that are going to be picked to be in the tournament I couldn't have but um it's it's mainly pro players uh overseas players um and they're they're picked to 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 team up and play in tournaments um against other pros i mean playing games against other pros um for a cash prize so it's a it's a competitive tournament um if you lose you're out so you gotta try to win win out so um, it's a very competitive tournament. You know, it's big for basketball, especially in the summertime uh, when the NBA is not going on. Justin Toyo is there. McKinday London is there. So there's a, a good representative uh, for Chattanooga on that squad. How did you guys get put together? Who puts the team together? Um, so there is a sponsor um, that they have, that all the teams have. Um, and the sponsor picks coaches. Um, and then other coaches are, are recruited through that. Um, and, and through that, the, the team is picked, uh, handpicked by whoever the coach is and, um, uh, whoever the sponsors are. So, uh, with the Southern Smokies, um, a lot, of course, we've played against each other. Um, and a lot of us have, have kept in contact, um, after our um, college career. So we kind of already know each other, um, um, just through that and just playing against each other in college and outside of college. So um, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be very competitive. Um, there's going to be a training camp as well, uh, which I'm looking forward to because um, they'll give us time to work on that game and stuff like that before the, before the term. Now, the Southern Smokies is made up of all Southern Conference guys, right? I mean, all of you guys – Played in the SoCon, correct? Yeah, all of us um, have played in the SoCon. Uh, some of us have played um, in other in other leagues, 
in other conferences um, before or after that. But at some point, we've all um, came through the Southern Conference. Now, how many different teams? Obviously, there's three of you guys from Chattanooga that are there. Who else from the Southern Conference is recommended or or represented on this? Do you know? Um, we have ETSU players. The, the team is not is not done being put together right now. So uh, I don't know the full roster, but we have uh, uh, a couple ETSU players. Um, I think somebody from Wriston, Carolina, uh, is on the team as well, or uh, they're they're looking to add that person to the team, but. Um, it's it's not a wide variety. It's just mainly I think mainly us, UT Chat and uh, ETSU. Um, that's what the team is mainly built up of. Those two teams. You remind those guys from ETSU who runs this conference, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this that's that's why I'm looking forward to the uh, to the training camp because I know it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of talk about that who who runs the conference. So it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really fun. Now, you guys in that – the neat thing about that tournament is you guys go up against – I think there's one team in that that's made up of guys who are a, a, a alumni from Ohio State. I think Illinois has a team in it there. So you're going up against a lot of guys that played in Power Five conferences. Is there a little bit of a – is there a chip on the shoulder for Greg Pryor when you go up against guys like that that you know played in the Power Five league? Um. I always have a chip on my shoulder. Like whenever I hit the floor, I'm always gonna have a chip on my shoulder. So, uh, the the power fives and and the school names never really uh never really meant anything to me, especially in college. Uh, whenever whenever we went up against those schools, we just stepped on the floor, uh, and and gave gave our all like we would do in conference play, uh, against the SoCon team. So, uh, I was never phased with. Uh, a name or anything like that at the end of the day you still gotta play basketball uh no matter what the school is or what your name is you still gotta go out there and play basketball and i know i'm gonna play i'm gonna play my heart out and i expect the people around me to play their heart out uh and not back down from anybody or go into a game hesitant because of who we're playing against when do you guys begin play uh so that right now this this was kind of up in the air, um, of course, with the COVID nineteen and uh, the the stuff that's going on now uh, with racism and stuff like that, it's it's hard to to know exactly when it is because they continue to adjust the days um, and the number of teams, and you have to have locations um, for the event. So uh, all of it is is still being changed around. So. Um, there's something to have to check back up on um, later on. Greg, I think we all enjoyed watching you play your four years in a Mox uniform. Best of luck. Stay safe. And uh, uh, I hope we get to see you back on campus one day. All right. Thank you. Y'all be safe. Justin Toyo is a three-time Southern Conference Defensive Player of the Year and he holds the school's all-time record for block shots. Justin Toyo is on Mox on the mic. Justin, I think Mox fans want to know if you're still blocking shots in Europe like you did in the Southern Conference. Yes, sir. I still got that to my game. It never went nowhere. Uh, playing out in Europe, you know, it's kind of difficult out there. 
all the players so skilled, man. So to be able to block at a high level is, uh, is actually amazing. You've played in Hungary. You've played in Poland, Switzerland, uh, Italy. Which of those places that you've been, what, what's been your favorite? You know, all of the places are unique in different ways. I honestly, as a basketball aspect, I'll say Italy. Yeah, so playing out in Italy, man, was just amazing talent. I was playing against former pros, and uh, the talent out there was just amazing, man, to see how those players play at a high level. And living out there was amazing, awesome. Can you compare the basketball in those places to what you faced in the Southern Conference? I can in an aspect as far as, as the competition. You know, a lot of people think overseas is easier. You know, like system-wise, you're probably going to go over there. People think you're going to average 20. But, you know, in SOCOM, people think the same thing. So to go out there and compete with your players who just play hard, man, that's that basically SOCOM preparing me for a high-level competition that you face overseas. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I have always been under the impression that, you know, the, the European game isn't as physical as maybe what it is in the States. But then, you know, I hear guys like you talk. We talk with Greg Pryor about his experience over there. Talked with some of the guys uh, that are on the current Chattanooga team that are from Europe, and and they are telling me that it's it's way more physical in Europe. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, Europe, man, they play tough, man. If you if you drive in, you're gonna get contact. You know, they, they play hand check a little bit out there. So it's definitely physical. And they, they, they grind you for that. They prepare you for that with their preseason. Their preseason, you know, is difficult. So they, they prepare you for the long season, two a days. So it's definitely physical out there. You have to get your mind right and your body definitely gotta be up to it. Did you like that? I mean, you were kind of a physical guy in uh, in your days at Chattanooga. Did did you like being able to have maybe a little more contact? Yeah, you know, they let you play out there, man. So you definitely feel like a professional out there. You know, they now the way they play is the system. The system is it's definitely a system over there. So they have if they don't want you to score inside, <laughs> they're not gonna let you score inside, man. They're gonna they're gonna play tough the whole game. So I definitely enjoy it out there. They let you play. School record for blocks at UTC, three-time Southern Conference Defensive Player of the Year. Where are those three Defensive Player of the Year awards, Justin? Are they hung up somewhere? Yes, sir. They're in my mom's living room. As soon as you walk in, she has it right there on the wall. <laughs> you came to Chattanooga with uh, with Will Wade. Tell us what was it – well, just tell us your path to Chattanooga. How did you end up here? Yes, sir. So uh, – Will Wade was my recruiter when he was at VCU. So he recruited me probably my in the sophomore year in high school. Me and him developed a good relationship. I played at VCU. Um, I decided to leave after my freshman year. So I was actually about to go to Mercer. <laughs> I called Coach Wade. You know, I'm like, Coach Wade, I'm, I'm about to commit to Mercer. He was telling me, he was like, no, just wait. Just wait it out. I might get a job. I don't want to go against you. We're going to be at the same conference, <laughs> come to chat and right by the house. Because I wanted to come back home. You know, I wanted to transfer closer to home. So I came to chat and I just fell in love with the staff. I fell in love with the city, man. I've never been to Chattanooga before. 
and I instantly just we were the champs. We were the champions to eat, and that was just it. And from there on, it was just it was like love. I just loved Chattanooga from day one. I think we're all. Uh, I think we're all thankful that you didn't end up in Mercer. So uh, <laughs> that wouldn't have been good. So tell me a little. Tell me a little bit about about you and kind of playing basketball this year. Where were you when things started to shut down because of this pandemic? Yeah, so I was in uh, I was in Switzerland when everything kind of took place, and uh, I was on the number two team out there. So you know we was top in the league. We was getting to the flow of things. Playoffs was right around the corner. So, you know, when all that stuff hit, it kind of – it just disrupted everything. Will you return? Will you go back to Europe and play another year? Yeah, I think I think once I – you know, I'm taking a break right now. I think once I kind of, you know, fall back in love with things, spend some time with my daughter, I think I will go back to Europe. Probably once everything clears up around December, January, honestly. You're going to be part of the basketball tournament. Now, you played in this thing last year with a group of guys from uh, that were all from from VCU. This year, you're going to be part of the the Southern Smokies, made up of guys from the Southern Conference. McKinday London, Greg Pryor are both a, a part of that. First, tell us about your experience playing in this last year, and what, what's it like? Oh, TBT man is a great experience, man. It's, it's like it's like the March Madness of the summertime. You know, you have Great level of players, man. Highly respected. Great accolades. They all come together. And you're just playing top-level basketball in the summer, man. So I was fortunate enough with VCU to make it to the uh, Elite Eight twice out of the three years. So, you know, I kind of seen great play. I know, you know, I, I just enjoy it, man. So I think with the team we have this year, man, I think it could be special. That's a one. I mean, you, you called it uh, March Madness in the summertime. It's a one-and-done tournament, so you really have to be on your – you guys have to be a cohesive unit from the start, don't you? Yes, sir. You know, I was part of a team last year. We were the second-place seed, and we was upset on our home court to Team BRC, a group, a group of great players. And uh, that's how it is, man. You know, you get dogs. You got players who all play at high levels overseas. You might not know about them, and it's just one game of everybody playing at their they top level. And it's just – it's amazing, man. And I think with ESPN broadcasting the games, I think the level of play will be even higher. Justin, best of luck in the uh, in the TBT, and uh, glad to hear you are safe and sound, man. Hopefully we get a chance to, to catch up again. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Hey, special thanks to Greg and Justin for uh, making some time to to spend with us. Great catching up with those guys and look forward to uh, following the Southern Smokies in the basketball tournament over the course of the summer. Uh, again, want to say uh, thanks to both of those guys. Also, thanks to Jim Horton and the uh, Chattanooga Sports Information Office for helping us uh, coordinate these interviews and be able to get those guys on with us. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying stay safe. We'll see you next time on Mox on the Mic. So long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.